Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pot of Cultura. My name is Alan, and we are back for season two. We are back after a, like a long break, um, summer break. We are finally back here at UCLA in person, and we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, further into the podcast. But first of all, I just want to say hi to everyone who might be new who is listening to this. Um, LTA is a student org at UCLA. It's the Latinx Film and Theater Association, and what we're known for is putting on this um, annual theater showcase. But because of COVID, we haven't been able to do that for the past two years. So we try to like create other content. And something that came out of that was um, this, the podcast, where we talk about Latinx issues and Latinx, um, I guess, other Latinx issues that are facing like facing Latinos in the entertainment industry. Um, but it's kind of about anything as well. Um, and we had one season that had like 33 episodes and now we're moving into the second season because it's the second year that we're doing this um, and I'm very excited to do so. I'm also very excited to introduce our new host. Um, she is great. I feel like you guys are going to be in very capable hands. Um, last year, we didn't really have a recurring host. It was kind of either me, Natalia, or Brian, who were the main host of the Pot of Cultura, um, but that always switched around. But now we're going to have a dedicated host who's going to be here all the time, so you're going to hear her. Um, her name is Milena. Would you like to introduce yourself, Milena? Hi, my name is Milena Ortega. Um, I am a first-year transfer, but technically I'm a third-year. Um, I'm from the Bay Area. Um, gotta represent my city and yeah, I'm so excited to do this. I've always wanted to be part of a podcast, but I never knew how to do it. So here we are and I'm just really excited to be part of LFTA cause I just love film and all types of like entertainment. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be part of this. And we are glad to have you. And I just noticed that I didn't introduce myself. I just came in here like everybody knew me. <laughs> which <laughs> uh, but hey, everyone, my name is Alan Gallardo. Um, I am a member here at LFTA. I'm also I'm a third year, uh, but I've been here since my freshman year. I've been a part of LFTA since my freshman year. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited to have Milena be the host. I'll try to jump in whenever I can. I, I love doing the podcast, but um, I got like other stuff to do as well um it gets very busy um when you're trying to run lfta but um yeah so milena will be your new host but for today i'm gonna be taking control about of the podcast a little bit so you guys get to know her a little bit more um and yeah so like we said we are back on campus or i'm back on campus yeah. because i left when i was a freshman and now i came back as a junior and this is milena's first time here at <laughs> ucla so how does that feel like just coming to UCLA. I'm not going to lie. It was really overwhelming. Um, I've lived in the same house um, in the Bay since I was born. So I've never moved until like uh, over a month ago. So it's a lot. But um, it's it's really awesome. Like I try to like be grateful about being here because this is, I'm sorry, this is the number one school, not Berkeley. Sorry, just saying. Number one public. Number one public <laughs> school. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I try to be very grateful and, um, you know, I get to like pursue my dreams in the land of entertainment <laughs> and I'm really excited about that and but yeah I'm not gonna lie like I'll be fully transparent that there's days where I'm like I just want to go home like I should have gone to San Francisco State but then I'm like no no I worked hard I worked hard for this so I'm really excited um to just you know keep going and I mean it's so interesting because I was talking about this in one of my classes we were talking about um this like in-between period and we read like an article about like an anthropologist um, that was examining like this in-between period in like these native tribes. And it was so interesting to see how he was analyzing that, but we all go through so many like transitions and in-between periods. And I was like, damn, like that's crazy. And this girl in my group, she was like, yeah, I feel like physically, like I'm used to being here, but mentally it's still like trying to catch up. And I'm like, yeah, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that hard. So it's hard some days, but most days it's really awesome. We're glad to have you here in Los Angeles. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, so it's like not even that big yeah. of a like. <laughs> I've I've been to UCLA when I was um, in high school. We had a a program a program called AP Readiness, where they would like ship us not ship us <laughs> a bus. <laughs> 
a bus would pick us up from the high school, take us here on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and they would like train us like for the AP test. So oh, like wow. I'm, I was pretty well versed with the campus before, but um, yeah, I, I I feel you about being grateful about being here. Sometimes it's like so stressful and like there's yeah. other stuff going on, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like walking down campus and it's a beautiful campus, oh, so nice. and I'm like, wow, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> like I I'm I got in. I'm here. Look mm-hmm. at those buildings; they're beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes like. It's when you're walking around, you're like, oh, damn, like, I'm here. Like, like I live, like, right in between San Francisco and San Jose, so I'm, like, 30 minutes away from each city, and it's, like, a small little town, and I'm like, ugh. Like, when I was there, I was like, ugh, I know this street, I know this corner, I know that, but when I'm here, I'm like, oh, wow, like, I'm in L.A. Like, I've wanted to live in L.A. for so long, so it's really awesome. Have you seen Lady Bird? I haven't. Oh. Well, I know I have to watch it. It's very similar to what you were saying right now, so I would really highly I, recommend it. It's so great. I hadn't watched it till like a couple months ago, okay. and I'm like, wow, it's I on know. Netflix. I know I have to watch it. I've heard so many things about <laughs> it. I'm just like, oh, I have really so many, good. so many things to watch, so many things to listen to. But yeah, she has so many things to watch and so many things to listen to because this is a good transition because she's a part of LFTA and LFTA offers so much stuff. You know, we we aren't just having this annual theater showcase now. Now we're more of like a production company. We have this podcast. We have a YouTube channel. We have our Instagram, our TikTok. All of these things are great ways for us to spread our content and to learn from one another. So if you're interested in seeing any of that, follow us on Instagram at LFTA UCLA. The bio will have all of our socials. So it'll have the link to our YouTube channel, our TikTok. So Honestly, the best way to kind of get all that information is to go to LFTA UCLA on Instagram and we will have all that information there and you'll find all the stuff that we're doing. We're actually working on a short film the first day that we're going to shoot is going to be tomorrow um, from the recording of this podcast. Um, And that's I'm really excited for it. Um, And I know everyone else is also really excited. So, yeah, just make sure to follow us there um, and we would greatly appreciate it. But that was a little plug. (laughs) Very smooth. (laughs) I, I realized I'm like I didn't do that. I'm like I'm no, gonna try to I'm gonna try to that was <laughs> good. Try to put it in there somehow. Um, but yeah, so where did you go to um, college before you came at UCLA? Since you're a transfer, I don't know. I don't even think you'll know where this is. But I went to the College of San Mateo because I'm from a small town in the Bay called San Mateo. Um, I was honestly pretty bummed about going to community college because I mean in high school you see all of your friends leaving home and leaving for school and I was like oh I'm gonna be stuck here for another two years but honestly like it worked out perfectly like the timing of everything oh it was beautiful (laughs) I saved money during the pandemic they paid for my education at that community college I was able to fatten up my applications. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like went through a really hard time, which made my personal statements fantastic. Um, so everything kind of worked out perfectly when I went to community college. So do not be afraid of going to community college. It is a great option. I know people say that, oh, that's a good choice. And it's like kind of <laughs> condescending. No, but it, it's actually, like, such a smart choice, and I'm not saying that to be that, like, condescending person, because now I'm, like, at UCLA, but I'm serious. Like, go to community college. It's so much easier. It also gives you time to, like, prepare mentally to leave home, because I was thinking about it. I graduated high school at 17, and I was I couldn't imagine, like, leaving home at 17. Like, I was not ready to leave home, so it was really a good perfect thing i graduated at 17 too when's your birthday october 3rd oh wow so like oh recently yeah sort of a month yeah. ago uh, yeah, <laughs> about a month uh, ago just a month ago actually yeah <laughs> um but, yeah. oh damn so you're like a baby yeah <laughs> thanks yeah because i was 17 too but my, my birthday's in june, june oh, okay june 19 oh my god my mom's birthday's june 18th crazy <laughs> 2001 no just kidding no <laughs> that would be weird <laughs> Um, no, but I, I do agree with you kind of that, um, I had, I don't know, I, I feel like the smart thing is to go to community college and then, and then transfer. And I'm saying that now, but even back then I knew that I, there was this kind of pressure on me that like, 
I couldn't go to a community college. Yeah. I was a valedictorian at my high school. And oh, my like, God. Well, not, not, <laughs> you flex? Not to flex. But, um, yeah, I think there's also this pressure of, like, mm-hmm. if you're someone who's, like, people expect, have these expectations of you. Yeah. And if you decide to go to community college, I think that's also kind of hard. Um, but I still think that it's it's a really good option. Yeah. Um, no, and I understand that. I know that's why a lot of people went to college right away is because of the pressure. And especially for students that are first gen, like that's a really awesome thing. I didn't get to be first gen because both of my parents decided to go to college. So they took that <laughs> title away from me and I'll never forgive them for that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of pressure, especially with immigrant families in general and being first gen so yeah. I, it happened for a reason you yeah. know i i do think it's that first gen pressure as well like okay you got into ucla why aren't you gonna go there why are you gonna go to community college first or like yeah, stuff exactly. like that exactly um especially if like you don't have money to pay for it then that's also a difficult decision to make but yeah um, thankfully ucla is giving me i'm not gonna say great financial aid but some financial aid which is very helpful i didn't get a lot um (laughs) unfortunately yeah because you live in the bay i know all the bay people get screwed because yeah housing is like stupid expensive over there fafsa screws me over because um both of my parents work so they're gonna see like our tax thing they're like oh you can pay for college and i'm an only child too so they're like you can pay for your daughter's tuition so It's kind of annoying because my mom's my mom's an elementary school teacher and teachers are very underpaid. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of BS that they're not helping me out, especially if she works in education. And my dad, he's a he's a PT. So but he does like at home service for elderly people. So it's kind of like it pays enough enough for us to live in a house they bought in the 90s. Mm So but like if we moved uh, like to a different part in the bay it'd have to be like somewhere like far far like (laughs) east bay like maybe a little bit further inland Uh because everything in like the silicon valley is so expensive but so is la so it's like everything in california is expensive but it's beautiful (laughs) i know i can't help it it's cool there's a lot of stuff to do you you keep on saying the bay Mm -hmm. and like for us, since we're on the West Coast, whenever we say the Bay, we think of San Francisco. Yeah. But it's crazy. Some people from the East Coast, when they hear the Bay, they think of like the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, what? <laughs> like Boston, Ew. Massachusetts. What? And I'm just like, that's gross. Ew, Ew no, yeah, I know. No, here. we're talking about the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> Ew, that's kind of icky. But yeah, okay. So um, I hope that you guys are already getting to get a better sense of who milena is but um i'm kind of formulating this episode as an interview of milena so that the audience you guys get to know what she's like so my next question or i guess my first question is who is milena oh my god <laughs> that is such a vague question who um, is what is who milena? are you oh god um if you don't have an answer for this that's fine because i know it's very no because it's so funny because in one of my classes i actually had to do that and answer that question oh so she has an essay prepared but i write about like my (laughs) deepest darkest like issues okay um maybe not the first episode no no we could dive into it later um but this is just gonna become therapy i hope not because i'm already doing that everywhere else but um um on a surface level uh (laughs) oh god um it's so funny because i had to write a manifesto answering that question and i'm like just like karl marx yeah i'm a communist (laughs) no i'm just kidding um are you not a communist no you know (laughs) here's a little something um so i'm half venezolana uh-huh. So my dad is from Venezuela. I see. He hates communism then. Yeah. But it's <laughs> funny because I just found this out like maybe a year ago or two because I don't know a lot about my dad's family. I'm not going to lie because everyone's in Venezuela. So uh, like his whole family is like spread spread out around Latin America. Uh-huh. It's like he has cousins in Mexico. He has cousins in in Latinx king. Yeah. In <laughs> Colombia. In I don't even know. Probably Spain too. But um sorry um but he told me so um he was telling me he was like yeah you know your grandpa he didn't really like his brother so my dad's uncle he and I'm like how come and he's like yeah because um 
he was the leader of a communist party in Venezuela. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I thought I thought you were going to say that he was like, your dad was a dictator or something like no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> his, his uncle was the leader of, of a communist party in Venezuela. And I'm like, what? That's insane. But, you know, the, the situation in Venezuela right now is really bad. Like, they have an awful president right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I, I don't. I'm not good at talking about this because it's such a complicated, like, yeah. pol- political mess. But first, first episode of season two, baby, political. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I will scratch I think, the surface I, I think of I this. I like brought it up. So it's no, I'm sorry. I just want to like bring this up because it's never talked about either. Like you never yeah. hear about it in the news, and I'm like, yeah. someone needs to help them. <laughs> um, I feel like the only time you hear about it is when right wing people are trying to make political points against socialism or communism they use it in like an argument and i'm like but basically like in venezuela the currency is worth nothing Mm -hmm. like their bolivares are not worth anything there's not enough medicine in pharmacies there's not enough food in grocery stores um people are struggling um i have my grandmother who's just turned 100 this year wow and she's down there with my uncle and my dad has to send them like packages every month full of like food and like um, medicine and like just basic household needs because it's not there. Yeah. And we can't like bring them here because my grandma can't go on a plane because her blood pressure goes up. And um, oh. so they're kind of stuck there. But um, but yeah, so just keep Venezuela in your prayers. Um, yeah. But anyway... Who am I? Uh, <laughs> Let's go back to the original. Sorry, quest. I went on a tangent. No, you're good. I mean, these are the lot of next issues that we're talking about. Yeah, in these exactly. Podcasts, so, um, and so, okay, so that's half of me. The other half is I'm Chilena. My mom is from Chile. Um, it's so interesting because I ha- my full name is Milena Ortega Paganini, and I was and I had a um meeting with one of my professors and he was like why do you have an italian last name and i'm like well um my my mom's side is from chile like my grandparents my my mom and her uncle their parents were born in chile but my my grandpa's grandpa so my great great grandpa um (laughs) trying to do the math he's from italy he immigrated from italy to chile like in the early 1900s wild yeah, so it's um it's a lot, but uh yeah, I'm half Chilean, so that's makes me Latina. Um, but I was born here. Well, also the Venezuelan part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, cause cause there's a, cause I struggle with like, cause people look at me and they're like, oh, you look white, and I'm like, well, I'm not. <laughs> like I could speak Spanish. Like I don't know. I feel like I'm always do it right now. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm like, cause I will. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, but um, I feel like I'm constantly having to prove myself because I went to Catholic school for kindergarten through eighth grade, and I was with white kids. So I'm like, yeah, I'm the only one with flavor here. Like, hell yeah, I took pride in it. And then I got to high school, and my high school is very Latinx prominent, and I show up, and I always like. I don't know, one of my one of my best friends when I met him, he was like, I thought you were white when I'm like, you literally have green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love him. Shout out to you, Carlos. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like I'm always struggling with like trying to prove myself as Latina, which is annoying because I shouldn't have to do that because I'm very confident in who I am. But there's like you have to look a certain way like just because I'm tall and I I don't have dark skin that doesn't mean I'm Latina so it's it's like a I've had two like, things that I'm not yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so I guess that yeah that kind of summarizes me visually <laughs> yeah you guys paint a picture of what Milena looks like in your minds now okay <laughs> We might post a picture. Okay. Not just like, <laughs> this is me, Lena, on Instagram. <laughs> just like a straight <laughs> yeah, picture. Ew. <laughs> okay. That's scary. But we'll probably take a picture like of us filming this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wish 
man, I'm just like paying attention to what you were saying. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to like, okay, what did she say? Yeah. So I can like go off of that because I don't want to ask these vague questions. Like my next question was, what are you all about? What the <laughs> hell? What kind like of I guess like, what, what are your hobbies? Like what okay. are you into? That's okay, then you like should ask what are your hobbies? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was a dancer. I grew up a dancer. Was. I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did ballet from like, three years old up until freshman year of high school. Um, I did it like on and off because I would get so bored in ballet because <laughs> uh-huh. it would be the same thing every yeah. class. But I did it because I really liked to perform. I loved being on stage. I loved being the center of attention. attention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I did ballet and then I like in between I did like, jazz and tap and contemporary and then ballet started like taking a toll on my mental health as it does yeah that's what i was gonna ask is yeah it's a very toxic is it true that ballet dancers smoke cigarettes i saw that in the episode of the simpsons they do well not all of them but i've seen like because kids no Uh. (laughs) um i was um the last ballet school I was a part of had a company and that's how we would put on like the Nutcracker or like um, Swan. Well, we never did Swan Lake cause that was really hard. Um, we did Nutcracker and we did like Coppelia and um, I can't remember what other ballets we did, but we did little things here and there. And the company was like usually that did the like big ensemble parts and um all that cool stuff. But it was so funny because they would do these shows at the Performing Arts Center, which was at my high school. Mm-hmm. So I remember like, because um, it's so funny. Ugh, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, this episode's about you. Oh, my no God. No tangents. <laughs> um, I had this same like experience of wanting to go to UCLA with the high school I wanted to go to because my high school is a very performing arts, like, strong school. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I have to go there. Like, it's for me. Like, it's beautiful. It's the prettiest one in my area. Like, I have <laughs> to go there. And um, so I grew up performing at, in the theater of my high school. And I'm like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. And I was able to go, thank God. And um, But I remember, like, walking out of, like, the theater and seeing, like, all the ballet dancers um like smoking cigarettes outside and i'm like damn y'all gonna like use so much cardio and like run across the stage and jump and twirl and i can't believe they were smoking cigarettes i i think it is and i might be wrong but i think it's because like smoking cigarettes makes you thinner and isn't that like kind of i don't know if that's why they did it but i do know that nicotine makes you like lose weight which isn't a very healthy way to lose weight (laughs) don't do it yeah this is not an endorsement um but i but like that's kind of like the problem with ballet no the problem is is that they yeah they create body image issues they Uh. you know my problem thank god wasn't really with body image mine was more like me i was the problem in the the (laughs) sense that drama am i the drama is it me am i the no um my problem was that I I self-sabotage a lot and mm. I compare myself a lot. And so when I was in ballet, I never felt like I was good enough. And and that's honestly the love-hate relationship I have with dance is that I never felt like I was good enough to do certain things. And I'm not saying that I was a bad dancer. Like, I, I wasn't a bad dancer at all. I was one of the better ones in my group, but I never felt like I was enough still. Like, I felt like... I was I always had to work a little bit harder and I think that's a good thing in the long run. I think it's good that you have to work a little bit harder cuz when things come too easily to you don't you don't really learn anything. So, um I'm I was just I would get so frustrated in ballet cuz I never felt like I was enough and there was one day I had like a really mean like ballet teacher and I didn't want to do so this was during like a summer intensive where um where we had to, I joined late because I hated summer intensives because it was from eight to like 4 PM. It was nonstop ballet mm-hmm. for five days a week. I hated it. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this is not fun for me. Like I want to like summer break. I want to like go to the beach or something. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to 
be stuck in a studio all day during my summer and it's like four weeks of it and i only did the last two weeks because i'm like okay well i might as well just do it to be in like the performance because it's what i like to do (laughs) (laughs) um and i had this kind of like mean ballet teacher where like i would notice that she wouldn't look at me at all during like technique class and um she wouldn't look at me she wouldn't give me corrections and then she would like just give like feedback and like praise to other girls in my class and I'm like where's my feedback like I want to get better and she wouldn't even look at me and then when we were practicing for the recital part of the showcase um she put me in a group with kids that were like seven eight years old and I was 14 and I'm like (laughs) I literally look like a giant next to these kids (laughs) and she made me do that piece with them because I guess she didn't want to teach me any of, any of the other piece parts uh-huh. for the older kids. And not to mention that this ensemble piece was a very fast-paced part. So there was a day where, like, she was having us do it over and over and over again. And it felt like she was doing it just to be rude to me. She would, like, I had asthma. I still have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> and... I was doing this piece over and over again and then she would look me in the eye like I did it like twice or three times already. She came over to me. She looked me in the eye and she was like, again. And I'm like, I'm about to cry. Like, and she made me do it again. And I like when the class was over, I walked out and I sobbed. Oh, my God. I was so upset. And that's when I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this if she's going to be here. So I quit ballet. But I didn't quit dance. I continued dancing in high school which was a really amazing experience and then I took a break when I started community college and then COVID hit when I started getting back into it Mm. and I haven't been at my in my best shape dance wise since I was in high school so what dance what dance were you doing in high school and I did I did contemporary i did a lot of jazz i learned how to top dance in high school which was insane i didn't even know you could dance jazz no it is it's a dance style it's like um it's like if hip-hop and contemporary do it right now for the audience no (laughs) and fall (laughs) and like hit my foot on my couch there she goes there she goes (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) yeah i did it all and i also did some theater in high school too so i learned how to like do theater type dance but i did it all it was really awesome it was a really fun experience it kept me grounded and then yeah and then i stopped and uh, and then coming here i wanted to do a dance group but i feel like it's so competitive here because it's weird it's really kind of like i don't know it's for the best i'll try to find a dance somewhere else especially because those orgs i feel like are a lot larger Mm -hmm. and with large orgs there's a lot more drama and there's Mm -hmm. like cliques and stuff like that that's what it felt like it felt very clicky i even tried out for like something that's in my major and i didn't get into it because everyone's already friends and they know each other and i didn't get in because obviously like i'm not in shape i'm not at my potential right now and that's okay i need to like practice more and just work on it but it's so hard because of like, uh, just because like I have such a love hate relationship with it, mm-hmm. and like I'm noticing it more now too that I'm like it's a little toxic. I'm not gonna lie. And I guess this kind of leads me into my next question. But you mentioned your major right now. What yeah. what is your major? I'm a world arts and culture major. Okay. <laughs> no one knows about it whenever and I tell them. <laughs> No, it's. Uh, I think I've heard the acronym before. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, people ask me my major, and they're like, "Oh." And there's a what's dance. That? There's a dance thing. The dance major is connected to it. I see. But I chose to do world arts and culture. It's funny because I actually was going to apply to UCLA as a film major, and I applied to all the other schools I applied to as a film major, and this was the only school I didn't do film. Actually, I applied to Fullerton, too, for a different major. I think, like, I did, like, entertainment communications. Yeah. But um, but I applied to UCLA for world arts and culture just because, like, for me, I was very scared to um, apply as film because <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience in it. I'm going to be fully honest. I don't have a lot of experience in it. Um, I only recently started getting into, like, film in community college, Um, I I was a film major in community college, but then I realized that 
I don't want to like do just film just because I grew up doing so many different types of art forms. Yeah. And I don't want to like confine myself to one. Yeah. Study all the art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and well, the way it's on the website for World Arts and Culture, it's um, setting different art forms as a mode for social transformation. And I'm like, that sounds so cool. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> because I also realized that, like, I have I have so many different interests and, like, passions. And Trust it's like, uh, oh, it's like, I don't want to. It's hard. And I want to be able to incorporate who I am while doing everything I like to do. Mm. And, and it's not just film. Plus, I had, like, I like film, but it go I, like I applaud you and the rest of LFTA because making films is so stressful and hard, yeah. and like seeing it, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't even see like. I the don't. Yeah, I don't even know the <laughs> half of it. Today, me and Natalia were making a shit ton of phone calls trying oh, to God. get the location secured. Oh yeah, she's telling me about that. Um, it, but it's it's been it, it's tough, but but I love it. Um, but I kind of want to get back to another point that you said. You, you talked about fear of. <laughs> going into ucla film school mm -hmm. and i thought you were gonna go somewhere with like somewhere completely different with, oh. with, with that i thought it was a different fear oh because i had i had that fear mm -hmm. and that's the reason why i'm not a film major I, i'm a communications major oh you are i was gonna be communications too <laughs> Commun communications uh with a double major in sociology oh wow and i'm minoring in film tv and digital media um but my fear of not wanting to apply into film was a lot of these first generation low income students that the pressure from like your parents and everyone else yeah. is to go to college and get a job right after. Yeah. And, you know, I always say that kind of the only path for these people that come from like low income first generation households is you either you go to college, you become a doctor, a lawyer or an engineer. Yep. You can't become anything else because mm -hmm. then, then everything else is like not just it's not it's a waste of time. Doesn't bring that bag. <laughs> yeah. So I that was my fear going into it. And I have a lot of friends who are in the film major and I see what they're doing and it really excites me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I, I don't <laughs> know if I'm doing the right thing. But I also do like communications. It's super interesting yeah. to me. So just like you said there's a whole bunch of like mm -hmm. interests but yeah that's where i thought you were going with that fear uh, it's part of <laughs> no but it honestly is part of it because um i have very supportive parents i'm very thankful that i have pretty woke immigrant parents <laughs> <laughs> um but like my mom has always like supported my creative endeavors uh, my dad has too but um he's also been very like I think my dad is just trying to look out for me, obviously. Yeah, and that, that's what it is, too. That's I what feel. it is. But, like, every time I talked about, like, because um, one of my best friends, her older sister went to UCLA, too, and she majored in, like, theater. And then she worked on a bunch of movies as, like, like she did props for a bunch of movies. Yeah. Like, she did the props for that's us. So cool it's too. so cool, right? I love props. It's like, so uh, cool. <laughs> your props. You're doing props for us. I know. Film. <laughs> uh, but, um,. But the thing is, is that she she had to stop that career because it wasn't paying enough. I see. And and that's the problem with a lot of these like um, with a lot of these jobs in entertainment that they don't pay enough. And mm -hmm. like, especially like when you work in film, it's like okay, you're working on a cool project, and then the project ends. Now what? Yeah, it's you very know, inconsistent. That's that's the fear that I have, or I think that's the fear that um that's placed on us. Yeah, and you know, obviously, it shouldn't stop us either. But at the same time, it's it's something to consider, which mm -hmm. is true. And you know, communications is a great major. I got my associates in communications at community college. A. a. <laughs> I just realized that I went A. She went A. That's A A. Uh, okay. Um, you can do anything with communications. Yeah. Like you could go into entertainment with communications. No, that, that's what I want to do: uh, distribution, marketing yeah. for for films. Mm -hmm. So it's a great thing to do. Um, I almost applied to UCLA as communications too, but then I'm like, they're gonna make me do statistics. No, thank you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I had to take stats ten, but it's like the intro stats. Yeah, course. but I'm bad at math, so I was gonna find a, I was gonna find a way to fail <laughs> it. I'm not good at math at all. So, yeah, but no, my fear was more so like, I'm. I was like, I don't want to confine myself to one thing because 
I like all types of things. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> you can. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. You'll, become, you'll become more experienced as, as time goes on with the yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like how to talk and like announce your words. When I met someone the, the, uh, this one time, they're all like, do you always talk like this? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't talk like this in normal life. Um, you okay. Have to. So I guess my next question is we talked about your major. Now we're going to talk about your dreams and aspirations oh with what you want to do. Mm. And if you don't want to talk about that, well, you can skip it because I know not everyone kind of. No, I could talk about it. I just don't have a solid answer. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, I feel like we kind of already like also danced around it too. Yeah. Like um, people always ask me that. Like I go to like family gatherings or like I see my family friends and I talk to their family and I tell them my major and they're like oh so like what do you want to do with that and I'm Mm -hmm. like I don't know like I have no idea I want to work in entertainment and that's what I know you know I'm kind of hoping that with UCLA like the opportunities will come with getting a BA I know that's not I know that's not um really the case nowadays it's hard but I have no idea. Like, mm, I don't, I have no idea. I'm not going to lie. I just want to work in entertainment. Well, I have good news because um, at least here with LFTA, we have a little motto. If I make it, all my homies make it. So um, <laughs> I like whoever, that. Who, whoever makes it is going to open the door for us. Okay. I'm not worried at all anymore. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think it is important to kind of have that that group because especially with like latinx people there's not a lot of latinx people in the entertainment industry but there's a lot of white people who know each other and this and that so it's good to have the support base yeah Um, it's it's good that this is like a little way of networking mm -hmm. at an early at an early start but all i know is that i want to work in entertainment i don't know if i want to like ah for a while i wanted to be a creative director but i don't know how to do that so I I wanted to do like music videos for a bit, but I don't know how to read music and I don't know well, how to play an instrument. I don't think you need to. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't think you need to. I always <laughs> just try to find ways to scare myself. But um, yeah, I wanted to do music videos because I love music videos. They're so cool. But I haven't like talked about this in a while. I forgot about this. <laughs> I wanted to do creative producing or creative directing for that. And even like for movies, I don't know though. I have no idea. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, yeah. I think you have a lot of interests yeah. and you'll find it It'll along the so way. It's so hard to find a job where I'm like, does this fit my needs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of feel the same way. I have a lot of interest too. So like, I obviously love film mm-hmm. and that's like my dream to to work in film but then also like i also like marketing and kind of like creativity i just like stuff that's creative yeah me too um like marketing i think you can be very creative with the campaigns Mm. that you're doing um pr is kind of like also like creative problem solving that's Mm. what i like as well journalism is also super interesting i've always i've I've always wanted to work for like a magazine too i think that'd be really cool just write what i want to write and and, and do stuff (laughs) sorry um so I think we're on the same same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's a lot, and it sucks because we have to like focus yeah. on one thing. But it makes me feel better. Knowing <laughs> that I'm not the only one that's like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But. Um. Okay, so I guess we can go ahead and get into some a little bit more fun questions. Not that these weren't fun. I'm I'm you enjoying my time here, and I hope the audiences will. I'm pretty sure they are. Um. So. Before we started recording, we were kind of talking that you didn't like um, <laughs> avocados and carrots. <laughs> so what other weird food opinions do you hold? Mm, those are like my major opinions that are like, oh, oh actually, oh, this is controversial and people are going to like clown Let's me on it. it. This is your host, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, the next no, year. I'm going to get judged. I'm going to get like hate. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of sushi. Wow. I know. Me neither. Wait, really? <laughs> I was actually, I'm like, I, I was thinking like, what don't I like? What am I not a big fan of? I'm not yeah. a big fan of tuna. Okay. So I've just like barely started to like force myself to like sushi. 
Yeah. I had it like twice and I was like, I don't like it. And then I had mm-hmm. it a third time and I'm like, you know what? This isn't that bad. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Because yeah. I know people who are like, this is the it's best It's a thing little ever. much. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I mean, I'm only saying that because people clown on me for not liking sushi. How many but times have you had it? I've had it a few, I've had it a lot. Like okay. I've tried it. Um, ugh, I've had it so often <laughs> and to the point where I know that I'm not a fan of it. Uh-huh. And sometimes people don't respect that and they force me to have sushi anyway. And I'm like, oh, I, but that's the thing. I like Japanese food. Like I like bento boxes and I like ramen and I like other dishes, mm-hmm. but it's just sushi. And that's because sushi also has avocado in it, and I don't like avocados. Well, those, those are just like California rolls. No, but the, it, you'd be surprised how they managed to sneak in avocados to every other one. I don't like seaweed. Oh, I like seaweed. I hate it. Really? It tastes like the ocean. That's the beauty of it. Gross. Ah. <laughs> no, I like, see, I like seafood, just because in Chile we have a lot of seafood, too. It's so good. But I like my seafood cooked. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are some Chilean seafood oh, dishes? Well, obviously, they love fish and chips. Wow, um, British. No, I bet the British stole that. <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't Maybe. be surprised. Yeah, they I, probably would have. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't. Either. Don't fact check that. <laughs> mm. This is one dish that. Oh my god, it's so good. It sounds kind of gross. I don't know. Do you like um, mussels? Mm. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on them. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, this. Dish, I don't like oysters. I I don't think I've ever had an oyster, and I don't think I want to have an oyster. <laughs> but I like mussels. Because it's raw. Yeah, and you like slurp it. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Um, there's this dish called machas a la parmesana, and it's basically mussels and covered in Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. and you oven bake it, and it's so good. Did the Italians have like a really strong hold on <laughs> Chile or something? Because that I sounds very don't Italian. I don't know. It does sound very Italian. I actually have no idea. T- <laughs> have no idea. Um, I have to look into the history of that, but I'm pretty sure a lot of them immigrated from Italy in the early 1900s for a reason I do not know of at the uh, moment. Mussolini, maybe. Maybe. Well, that would be like the mid 1900s, sort of. Mm. yeah i have no idea but anyway my questionable opinions um yeah it's mostly just avocados carrots and sushi i'll eat anything else like pickles you like pickles i do like pickles okay cool onions yeah yeah sometimes onion not too much onions. yeah Mm -hmm. okay because those are like the big ones yeah Um, what else tomatoes i love tomatoes okay perfect um, a lot of people don't like tomatoes. I freaking love tomatoes. To me, like if they're on a sandwich or something, I just don't taste them. And oh it's really? Like, even if I do taste them, they're fine. But like you guys are just like like mayo too. Like eat the mayo. Oh, I love mayo. I prefer <laughs> mayo over mustard. I hate mustard. I learned to like mustard. I think it's a thing with growing up. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like I learned how to like sparkling water as He's well. He's mature. <laughs> I'm, I'm twenty. So. I I'm twenty. Two, not twenty-two, but I'm. I just turned twenty. Yeah, barely. You got some. You got some um, soul searching to do Shut in the up. next couple of months. Shut, I have done a lot of soul <laughs> searching. Oh my god. I don't think I haven't. I I like a lot of stuff. I don't think I have anything else. It's like, really, you don't like that? Um, yeah, because I know my my brother and other people I know are very picky. Mm. Um, yeah, I've seen people that are picky too. Do you like olives? On pizza, I wouldn't eat them out of the jar. Yeah, I wouldn't eat them out of the jar either. <laughs> I would only eat them on pizza. Yeah. What else would you add olives in? Oh, my dad puts like olives in this bread he makes for the holidays. It's not bad. It's oh, fine. It's just. I think I have heard that. It's pan de jamón. Well, it's got ham in it too. Mm-hmm. What? It's really good, but there's raisins. And I'm like, oh, you could totally make this without raisins. <laughs> it's like a. Yeah, it's a weird combination. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> like it's, it, it's it a Caribbean thing. It sounds like uh, a fruit cake, but like a meat cake. Cause it it's has not a cake. It's bread. <laughs> I think fruit cake is not cake either. I think it's bread. I was watching the the British Bake Off or the Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. My roommate like put me onto it like I, was, I, would, I would never watch it. And then she was watching it one time. I'm all like, what is this? <laughs> and now I'm hooked. Um they were making this bread or they were making a cake but mm-hmm. it was out of yeast 
Because oh. it was like, that's how German people do it a lot of the time. Oh. It was German week. No, this is for full on like a loaf of, like a. I see. French roll, sorry. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay, wait, I think I had one more fun question. Or, uh, no, I have two more. Okay. okay. Well, we kind of already talked about this off screen, but uh, for the listeners, um, what type of music do you like? You said everything. I do. But, I mean, give us some genres. Give us some artists. Mm. What albums do you have saved on your Apple Music? Let me, let me pull. Or, don't expose me. She uses Apple Music, I'm everybody. I'm sorry. My father pays for it. I will take what's free. He can pay for Spotify. He could, but it's a lot of work, and I already <laughs> have everything saved on here. No, um, I I am an avid Spotify user. I know, as user, everyone is. But... Uh, Apple gave me six free months of Apple Music, so I'm trying to like decide which. Is, so when I'm talking shit about Apple Music, I know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. that's what I'm like, okay. searching. <laughs> All right. Um, I I think the audio quality is better, but the interface kind of sucks. Oh, I also it. like the lyrics that they have the lyrics on Apple Music. Okay. See, see, see. It has it's some good. plus. It's not all bad. It's they've got their they've got their special parts. I like um, I like how the first time. Like, Apple's always, like, you know, Apple's, like, the rich people thing, and it's, like, yeah. the cool thing to have, except for Apple Music, <laughs> Spotify, yeah. the green, the green beat. It's because, it's convenient, because it comes on my phone. Why would I not use it if it's, if it's there? You know what I mean? Because it's white. Do you use, um... Apple Maps or Google Maps? I use Google Maps. <laughs> exactly. The thing, the thing is, is that I was using Apple Maps for a while, but then my dad was like, you need to use Google Maps, you need to use Google Maps. I'm like, okay. I use Apple Maps. Apple Maps has gotten upgraded significantly, and I think it's a lot mm. better than Google Maps. Oh, okay. All right. So g- give it a, give it, especially with okay. iOS 15, it looks great. Okay. Oh, that's so stupid. This stuff <laughs> doesn't even matter. Oh, it's so dumb. Okay. Um... I like, I like my girl SZA. She's one of my favorites. Love her. Wonderful. You know, I that went is. to a Lauryn Hill concert wow. in 2018. Was and she late? She was so late. She's oh like, my god! She's infamous for being she late, right? She was so late. <laughs> I was actually getting so upset, but SZA opened for her, and I, I hadn't see. known. I didn't really know who she was at the time, mm-hmm. but then like, she opened. And now she's super popular. And I'm like, I saw SZA. Oh, I love her so much. That's how I that's how I feel about the baby. Oh, my God. The <laughs> baby? I'm not a the baby, like, listener. But UCLA always throws, like, these concerts oh. called Bruin Bash. Mm-hmm. And he was here. And it was, like, right before he blew up. Oh, wow. So, like, I, did, I hadn't really heard of him. I, yeah. I think I had heard one song. But then after that, like he like completely blew up, and then he's from homophobic. So then we, oh. don't, we don't talk about that Yikes. anymore. Yikes! Um, oh God, I like. Oh, I was just telling you this. I like all types of music. I like R and B. I like alternative. I like Be some artists. <laughs> it's because like a lot of like artists. Okay, have you heard of Los Retros? They're like an indie. They're like an indie, yeah. like Latin band, yeah. but they do songs in English. Um. I, I love them. them. I like the Marias. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I just I went through a phase of finding like really cool indie Spanish songs. Mm-hmm. I have a playlist like that. Too. Yeah, they're really I really like them. It's because like I don't have favorite artists. I have like favorite songs. Oh, you know what? Actually, scratch that. I love Kelly Uchis. <laughs> oh my god! I freaking love it's, her. She's so fucking good. <laughs> I listen to um, Temptations at least like <laughs> once a week. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to her Isolation album. My God, it's you know so what? Good. I'm dumb. I'm always talking about that one. Scratch that. I am oh, you're fan. talking about isolation? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Close. I don't know what I... Uh, isolation it's, temptation. It's late. It's not late. It's 7 p.m. It's not uh, that late. Um, as I told you earlier... Oh, my God. My God. <coughs> uh, I like the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I guess an interesting question is, how do you listen to music? In the car, mostly. Well, that's not... <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? That's how do I listen I to music? Meant. I meant like <coughs> if you, I know you don't walk to campus because you're pretty far, but if you were to walk to campus, how would you decide what you're going to listen to on the way there? Um, I listen to like the same playlists. I listen, that again? Sorry. Sorry. I listen to like the same playlists for like a month and then I get sick of them. Okay. So you do playlists. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Because I think but it's interesting the way that people listen to music. Yeah, because, like, I like albums, but I don't like listening to albums because I don't like all the songs on the album. So I just pick and choose mostly. But I haven't made a playlist in a while just because it takes work. Yeah. So, sorry. I had to put a cough drop in my mouth because I need to be sedated. Um, <laughs> <coughs> but, uh, yeah, I make playlists based on, like, I'm just sorry. <laughs> it's based turn on into how an ASMR podcast. Based on like my mood. Yeah. For like that month. <laughs> but like, but I also have like genres. Like I have like my classic rock, like from the sixties and seventies playlist, which I like to listen to. I have my Latin playlist. I have, <laughs> yeah, I listen to music in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I have like an oldies playlist where it's like romantic music from like the 50s and 60s. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I love it. Um, I have a playlist called Songs That Send Me Into Orbit. And it's That's just songs. title. <laughs> it's just songs that sound very pretty. Like songs, uh-huh. like I have the... I have like songs like Princess Leia's theme from Star Wars yeah. or like um um a, one of the instrumentals from Coco mm. um me and Sebastian's theme from La La Land and just Love it. That's actually smart. It, well, yeah. it sounds like it's a lot of movie scores. I have one that's a whole yeah. bunch of movie scores as well. Mm-hmm. Um I but should yeah. just name it movie scores. I'm fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> songs that send me into orbit. <laughs> I actually like that title though. I don't think Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm big into making playlists too. I have a shit ton of them. Yeah, I have a lot. I used to make one every month and then I got lazy. Mm-hmm. I started making one every month in like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like scrolling all the way down. Uh, <laughs> My friend actually start, did this, and then she got me on that idea. She made a February 2018 playlist, and then I have playlists from, like, t- all of 2019. Damn. I, uh, I have one for every month in 2019. And all of these will be public? No. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, God. No, actually, they're not that bad, but it's interesting to see how... Like when I play these playlists, it reminds me of that time. But some of some of them, I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this, you know, because it reminds me of like a difficult time. Yeah, yeah. But there was one. When did I make this? I made this. Okay, so then I started getting lazy, right? I made one that was like July, August question mark, and it didn't even say what year. I'm pretty sure it was last year, but yeah, I like making playlists, but I get lazy because I have to pick and choose yeah i i i make a lot of playlists too and i haven't made one in a while and i've gotten pretty tired of them yeah um so now i usually just listen to playlists um but i'm trying to get more into just listening to albums um because i that's how i feel i'm I'm gonna discover a lot more music and then i just want to have like these albums are the ones i really like like no skip albums. yeah uh, it's so hard because like my friend was like so what are your no skip albums and i'm like i don't know i'm gonna skip at least one song in an album really i mean okay no actually that's a that's a lie i won't skip control by SZA or like <laughs> i have to look at my albums now great yeah i'm gonna look at my albums too we're gonna compare uh, you, you're yeah. gonna give me one and then i'll give you one okay um oh my god i sound so congested i'm sorry i promise i sound not like a man (laughs) (laughs) i promise i do sound like a man hopefully right i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um let's see Uh, see because like i don't even have okay wait i don't have like a lot of because I always pick and choose songs from albums. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't have a lot of full albums because sometimes they also take up too much space on my phone, and I have to delete them. Are so these like, are when I download an album on Apple Music, or not when I download when I add it? Does it download it? Fuck! I have a shit ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> It'll build up soon. <laughs> um, I guess. Okay. Well, this was a no skip album for a while back in 2018. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. <laughs> um, uh, 
What does that mean? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I I know like a couple of songs off of it, but I, I don't think yeah. I've ever listened. So now I'll add it. To mm, I mean, if you want, it. it was very 2018. <laughs> uh, here's a no skip one: "The Summer Pack" by Childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna give you "Awaken My Love" by Childish Gambino. Oh yeah. Um, I think that one's no skips. Not I great need album. to listen to it. I haven't listened to it all, and I love Childish Gambino. I, yeah, because of the internet is also yeah. great. Oh, I love because of the internet. Um, but if I had to recommend one that came, I think this one, yeah, this one came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the new abnormal by the Strokes. Mm, it, it only has nine songs, but no skip. You okay. guys are gonna love it. Trust me, it's such a good album. Have you listened to Freudian by Daniel Caesar? No, that's a good one. Maybe a couple of songs. You probably like know them, like yeah. Get You and yeah. Best Part, uh-huh. but. Um, that one's a good one. Um, obviously, Hot Pink is a no skips by mm-hmm. Doja Cat, and same. I mean, Planet Her. Planet Her has a couple of skips, but yeah, there's some that I'm like, okay, but most. I mean, they're Doja's catchy. Just really good. I love Doja Cat. She's I want to see her perform. Yeah. I, I watched her performance i don't even know where <laughs> but on my tiktok i'm pretty sure i saw the whole performance because oh it was God, just all over my everyone you was page. posting about it <laughs> like i saw it from every single angle god i want to dance like her though like but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people make fun of it but i think it's so cool i think it's great i don't i don't think it's funny at all um um what else i'm still looking oh god because like Max Miller has some pretty good albums oh, too. I, kn- I know and i haven't fully listened to him but i know he's really good it's because, like, I also don't have the time to sit through a whole album. <laughs> when you walk to class or when you take the bus to class, that's what I do. It takes, like, f- less than seven minutes to take really? the bus. Whenever yeah. I walk to class, it takes 30 minutes. See, so I, I could walk to class. I could if I really wanted to, but I'm How lazy. How long would it take you? Probably, like, 25 minutes. Really? It, it's not far. I'm just lazy. <laughs> wow. I, I, could, I should walk. Honestly, <laughs> I should walk, but I... Would have to walk like when my classes are in the afternoon because I'm not a morning person. Because I have, and like 10 a.m., it's not that early at all, but I just don't wake up early. I have an 8 a.m. Oh, see, no. I have to. Couldn't be me. I have to get up like at 7.15, get ready, and then leave my really? apartment at 7.45, and I get there at, se- the class starts at 7.15, or at 8.15, my bad. 7.15, you wake, no, I would yeah. have to wake up at like yeah. 6.30. Yeah. Because I cannot. I'm so slow in the morning. I just get ready and then... Do you eat? No, I don't. Oh, my God. See, that's why. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like in the morning, I'm like, it's a two-hour class. And then when I get back, I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. And then I just make something to eat real quick. Oh, my God. No, I can't do that. I have to eat in the morning. Even if it's like like a smoothie or something. Yeah, I get lazy to make a smoothie. I have like protein powder and stuff, but I'm just like... I'm lazy. It's seven. Like you said, it's seven <laughs> it's in seven the morning. It's seven in the morning. <laughs> it's seven in the morning. Um, well, I think we have reached the end of our podcast of episode one. I hope mm-hmm. it was enjoyable. Um, I think the next two episodes are going to be about mental health. And what was the other one? Oh, um, Latin tropes in entertainment and how they affect society's perception of us so those are going to be a little bit more structure based and a little bit more like informational based and like opinion based this was kind of just an introduction to milena because she is going to be your host for the next year um not like a full year a school year (laughs) so up until yeah well even next year probably yeah so um yeah, I hope that you all enjoyed this. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. It seemed to go by pretty fast. We're at an hour right mm-hmm. now. So it, it did go by pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you guys are going to be left in good hands. Uh, I'll check in once in, a, once in a while to see how she's doing. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure to uh, check out the other episodes. Like I said, we have 33 fucking episodes of the podcast yeah um a lot of them are really good and i really suggest them we talk a lot about issues there's this one episode where we talk about the rosa de guadalupe (sighs) and like kind of how it's toxic a little bit sometimes oh well you're gonna have to listen to that um what else we have episodes about the oscars i think that was our first episode ever um and just about our favorite movies some of us like you get to know a lot of us pretty well in those episodes and you'll get to know the other members um so 
Thank you again very much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Spotify as well. It helps us a lot. And again, make sure to follow us on Instagram at LFTA UCLA for all your other LFTA um, content needs. Um, thank you very much for listening, and I hope that you guys have a great and wonderful day. Um, and you have any last words, Milena? Thank you for listening to me ramble. You'll hear from me very soon. <laughs> Thank you very much. And we are out.